love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub, and let me be the first to welcome you to my professional broadcast. I appreciate your time and the fact that, you know, you, you give us uh, a couple minutes of your day. I really, really do appreciate that. And Jenna, uh, it's Thursday. What day is it? It's Friday. All right, I want to introduce you to my friends and family. There's Drew. Cats can be such jerks. You were complaining about my Subaru, so I broke out the good car, and I washed it up, and first thing I see... Muddy cat prints all over it. Aww. Neighbor's cat just mudded up my Aww. car. They picked. They waited till I washed it to yeah. filth it. First Ugh. world problems, man. Little kitty cat prints in that BMW must have a hard life. It likes going to on. lay on the warm hood. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to meet that kitty cat, and he didn't want to get pet. All right, Aww. and there's a, there's Tanner the millennial. I'm apologizing ahead of time, guys. I just didn't have time to take a shower today, and so if. There's some funk going on. That's my fault. Why would you point it out? I would try to hide it. And Jenna, my head of security. Well, spring has sprung at my house, and I'm planting seeds, and I'm so excited. I'm going to be the gardener of the year on the block. All right. And I think he might be the kitty whisperer. i got to bring him over and talk some sense into the madness. Our host, The Fitz. Not to really like bring the show down or anything, but before the show today, I had a weird experience on the way to the studio. So I'm in... um, all right, so two-lane road, right? You got the two yellow stripes yeah. in the middle where you cannot, you're in a no-passing zone. Mm-hmm. I see this minivan like coming up behind me, and I'm like, okay, well, uh-uh. I'm about to get a little ticked off, right? And this thing is... All of a sudden, this thing passes me on the double yellow two-lane road. Super oh. illegal. And like this big bus, no doubt, is coming on the other side. I was seconds away from like witnessing a horrible head-on collision. So... Dumb old me, I kind of sped up a little bit because we were very close to coming up to a stop at a light. And I noticed that he was kind of panicking because he didn't want to stop. And I rolled down my window and he was rolling his down. I said, you know you almost had a head-on collision, right? And he says to me, and this got to me, he says, my son is not doing well. My son is not, and his wife is in the other passenger side. And she's like crying, looking at me. And he's like, my son, and I go, and I'm like, go, hospital, go, go, go. And then they just take off. Wow. And that's what happened to me before the studio today. And so wow. I cannot get my mind off of that. That's why he was obviously passing me on this double, you know, lane, uh, double uh, line road, almost hit a bus and a head on collision, wanted to slow down at the stoplight, but obviously had to slow down because. You know, there's cars going. It was just horrible. I think the great lesson there that we all need to uh, think about is that you don't know what's going on in someone else's life. So maybe slow down and let them pass you. I saw a guy pass in the two-way turn lane. Sorry, it was a learning lesson. Listen, an amazing lesson. And let me narrow that down, Drew. You never know what's happening in someone's day. Yes, because. It is illegal for them to pass you, but in that scenario, I bet in your sure. head, you were thinking, oh, this guy's such a jerk, this, thinking yeah. he can just pass me and almost gets in a car I was accident. thinking, this guy almost you know, could have killed people on that bus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like two days ago, I saw a yes. guy pass in the two-way turn lane, like <gasps> drove around a truck, and I thought, well, I guess that jerk's late for work or something. But, but you never know. Now you have this experience. You don't know. 
You don't know wow. what they're doing. Yeah, where they're going. Maybe that's why I needed to share that today, you know? So uh, welcome to the show. Be thinking about that. You never know what's going on in someone else's day. All right, welcome. Uh, it's, it is Friday Eve, and here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, the Fitz Show's world-famous what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but you can catch my breaking what-are-you-kidding-me stories on a daily basis by following me on the gram. That's Instagram, and all you have to do is go to that little search bar and do what? You just have to type in follow Fitz, and Fitz will be in your feed if you hit that follow button. Special what the Florida story out of Miami. We have an animal alert. (gasps) This is really upsetting. People stole over 30 animals worth $53,000 from an exotic animal sanctuary in Miami last weekend. And here's why. Because someone posted a fake Craigslist ad about how the sanctuary was closing. And anyone who wanted a few animals could just go around back and help yourself. And oh my gosh! I'm sorry, but I kind of find this hilarious. The animals got jacked. Here's a couple of volunteers at the sanctuary talking about how the animals are stressed and how they absolutely need to come home. Like, I mean, right now. That he was going out of business, and that free animals to anybody, and if nobody's home, they can just come in and take them. <laughs> unscrewed this bolt and then they cut all this out and then they just push the fence now somebody's come in and captured them and it probably wasn't easy so they're probably very very stressed now and that alone can kill them this is a sad situation yeah it is mm-hmm. you hear that the iguanas are stressed out yeah hey, i mean my god stressed out iguana that's bad news well they actually just like fall out of the trees didn't you see what happened during the winter storm a couple of months ago yeah no. yeah like lizards and like big old iguanas were and alligators are falling out of the trees it's raining iguanas <laughs> alligators in trees yeah. yeah they were i didn't know alligators went in trees they did at, well, during the winter storm oh, okay gotta so. hide somewhere right all right let's go to page two <laughs> what are you kidding me Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of Pennsylvania, the bride and the burglar. Last weekend, there was a guy in Pennsylvania, uh, and he uh, took a 40-year-old date to a wedding, and, um, well, they saw it as a nice opportunity to steal from the bride and groom, considering they didn't even know the bride and groom. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, wedding crashers. They took a bunch of uh, cards and gifts from the table. Oh, man. (laughs) Shoved some cash and checks into uh, their clothing. Uh, and other guests actually caught her trying to flush cards, which is really, really bizarre. I don't mm-hmm. understand they why were we arrested. give so many gifts to bride and grooms. I've never understood that. Well, okay. You know what? I don't understand why people show up to weddings and steal gifts. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe where your focus is. <laughs> we on, need to think Janet. about how those people got there. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I was this a kid, we ma- used to crash weddings, but we didn't do it to steal. We did it to what do you you mean? Know, drink you some booze and dance. And eat some food. I don't know if I ever see you crashing someone's wedding. When I was in high school, we used to wedding crash. It was a regular thing because there was a wedding venue by one of my friend's house. Really? I see you more as the individual outside looking in the window. With into some binoculars. The <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Drew. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday in the afternoon. Thursday, I don't care about 
There in your pocket. What do you mean? That, that, is that like a e-cig or some one of those <gasps> vape things? What is that? Is that Are what? It, let me see that. Show it to me. I just want to get a good look. Welcome to the go. show. He's smoking. Looks like a USB. It does look like a USB. It, it, this is like a. It looks like a nicotine vape sort of uh, yeah. device. How'd you even notice that in my pocket? I saw what you put. I saw something you put in your pocket. Oh, I don't have X-ray okay. vision, although I wish I did. But I, one time I thought I, I thought I did. <laughs> but just a concussion. Yeah, yeah, that's all. It that was. was just the skinny jeans. Um, wow. So wait a second. I thought you quit smoking. I did quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hold on, I quit smoking cigarettes. Um, but okay. But this- but you still but but you didn't you smoke cigarettes to get nicotine? Yeah. I I just really enjoyed smoking cigarettes, but I was finding myself uh, starting to like withdraw a little bit. Like I was getting like really sweaty and clammy, and I figured. What do you mean withdraw though? Like like did you find yourself sitting in your house because you like to smoke cigarettes? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Dang. It's just how old are you? Twenty one. Okay. Oh, and I needed something. Yeah, I needed some kind of nicotine. I, I've tried the gum before, but you didn't want to like smoke. It, but okay. I didn't want to smoke, so I thought this was a safer alternative. All right, is there anyone listening who has quit smoking and maybe you found yourself needing to get that nicotine kick again? Did you go to the nicotine pen, or uh, is is the nicotine even dangerous? And should you you know mm-hmm. stop that, Drew? What are your thoughts well, on this? I'm really glad I've I've been lecturing him about this, but he didn't want me to bring it up here, so I'm glad you saw that. Um, I think it's a monkey on your back, and and it, it's something that's requiring you to go certain places, do certain things, spend money. Uh, it, you just don't you don't need something like that pushing you around. You don't need it. Uh, you know, but I smoked I smoked regular cigarettes for a long time, and when yeah. I quit, I went to the pen mm-hmm. for a, probably over a year or two, and it helped me. And but quitting it was really hard because it was like, yes, I had quit cigarettes, but it was still to to kick the habit of smoking it was still hard. All right, wherever you are right now, I uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, Facebook dot com slash Follow Fitz. You could also instant message us if you're at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. My question is, is quitting smoking completely different than quitting nicotine? Well, the, Ooh, that's my, a good question. My plan is you can actually control how much nicotine you're putting in your body. Like you can buy a certain percentage of nicotine in the little oil. That's what I'm saying. Thing. Is it so the same I'm, thing? I'm weighing myself off of it. I, it's I, weenie, or is not smoking weighing. and nicotine... The same thing. Well, I think it's two different things because you're not smoking the actual smoke, you know, the carcinogen, the the burning material in your lungs. So I think maybe it's safer physically, but an addiction's an addiction. Yeah. How did you quit? Or are you still fighting the fight trying to quit smoking? Or maybe you're someone like my dad who refuses to quit smoking. He's like, quality of life. It's how I'm going to go out. (laughs) Your dad looks great for his age. (laughs) I don't know why. He does look good. Tanner, he's 49. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome to the Fit Show. 
You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show with Fitz. Yes, I was on Regis. And people say, oh, you always bring up the fact that you're on Regis. I'm like, but I was on Regis. Jenna. I know. It's a surprise that I've never broke a bone. Drew. Jenna, it's not coffee when you put all that junk in it. You're just drinking a milkshake. And Tanner the Millennial. I don't care if I've gained a bunch of weight. I'm still going to wear my skinny jeans, dang it. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Friday Eve. How's everybody feeling? Everybody good? good? I got a little funk again last night. My kids were hacking up on me, and so I kind of threw down some, some NyQuil middle of the night last Ooh. night just to, you know, give me the tingly so I can maybe yeah. get some sleep and stuff. I, I hope like, you don't get me sick. Hope you don't get me sick. Yeah. What? Well, you've you're got the me... one who brought the funk in. No, no. Sir, you're the one who has had the, uh, you've been the little disease spore <laughs> that's been getting everybody sick for the past five months. Patient mm-hmm. zero, as yes. we call him. Yeah. That's true. That's you. We're lucky that we let you out of, uh, what do they call it, when you put them quarantine. Because <laughs> you've always contaminated. Jenna used to have a little room where we quarantined her for a while. Yeah. When you, but we put Jenna in there when she got sick. Also, whenever she was kind of getting a little bit too disruptive for the studio. <laughs> Jenna, go to your room in there. One of those go little manic moments. Yeah. Speaking of manic moments, man, y'all, listen to this. Last night in my home... We had a little trust bust. Somebody in my house, one of my children, proved to me that they cannot be trusted. In this case, I never I, I never thought it would be my four-point student and baby girl, Chloe. You know, the <gasps> sweet little girl who opens up the show. Yeah. All right, everybody. Time to listen to my dad. Oh, yeah. She is scandalous. Uh-oh. What happened? What'd she do? Well, so so they have like this break this week or something. Teachers or something going on. So they basically have the, the, this whole week off. Mm-hmm. And she was wanting to go spend the night with one of her friends. And instantly, I'm, I'm suspicious because she's wanted to spend the night every single day this week somewhere. Uh-huh. She's wanting to be somewhere. Either that or she's wanting to go hang out with her boyfriend, Zorro. What's his name? Um, <laughs> Close enough. Sabaro? No. I think Zorro. Yeah. I like Zorro. Yaro. Yeah. Yaro. Yero or... Yero. Uh, anyway, I call, him Z- I call him Zorro. Yaro? No, I call him Zorro. <laughs> so uh, instantly, I'm thinking, all right, I'm wondering if Zorro's in the picture here. Something's going on. <laughs> And it's like 11.30 p.m., and my wife brings up the location identifier because we could find out exactly where they are, you know, based off their cell phone. Turns out she's nowhere near her little friend Hannah's house. I mean, y'all, nowhere near. You know what surprised me about that is that teenagers shouldn't be getting caught out by technology. They should be a step ahead of you. Like, she Mm -mm. should have had something worked out. Yeah, I'm a step ahead of them. And that's just simple. She should have a ditch phone. Like, hey, Hannah, hold on to this phone. (laughs) Talk to my dad. This is the one my parents can locate. You keep it in your house. Don't give teenagers ideas. If my dad dad FaceTimes me, answer it. Tell him I'm in the shower. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. See, I'll be on my burner. But now there's so so many other ways now that they can communicate. They can... They talk to each other on Xbox. Yeah. They talk to each other, even if they don't have Wi-Fi, they still figure out a way to talk to each other. It's they do. bizarre. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. When parents, like, when my mom would take away my phone in high school, I'd be like, you think that's the only way I communicate with people? I got my laptop upstairs or my iPad see? or something. All right, There's see? always a way. There's always a way. So you got to take all forms of communication. Basically, if it could plug in... Take it away from Even the smart TV, it could be it too. I even took away her fish aquarium. Perfect. (laughs) Because it's got a a little electrical pump on the side, and I'm sure that she could 
<laughs> so anyway, I said, you better get your butt home. You take your time driving. And congratulations, because you're not going to see Zorro for like four weeks. <laughs> so she's basically living at your house in the Stone Ages right now. She's oh, like yeah. in a cold, dark room oh, with no electricity. In panic. Oh, my God, I don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Where's Zorro? Where's Zorro? This Fitch Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen. Is The Fitch Show. This is The Fitch Show with Fitz. And ever since then, I've just kept my eye on it and see if it got darker. Jenna. I'm done being told what to do by a two-year-old and watching My Little Pony all day. Drew. I, no, I'm just done. I'm done talking about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And Tanner. The Millennial. I have a tooth in the very back of my mouth that looks like a piece of cottage cheese. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Facebook page was going crazy yesterday when we asked people to snap what you see. Yep. Hashtag snap what you see. Uh, and and just post anything, you know, a selfie or you 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 know, videoing yourself or just you know what's around you. Doesn't matter. I just want to see what's going on through your eyes. And when you go to the page, facebook.com slash follow fits, make sure to just snap what you see. Um, there's been a big conversation that's uh, been brought up a lot. I think the past several weeks on the show. For some reason, we've been talking about like plastic surgery a lot. We've been mm-hmm. talking about Botox a lot. Yeah, we have. Jenna, my head of security, uh, has been very, very open about her, her journey the past couple of months. Before Christmas, you had a, uh, a chest uh, augmentation. You got your, your flank sucked out. Sure did. Got... Uh, that's it for now. Oh, but your house flooded, so you didn't get the, the tummy tuck. I didn't tuck. get my tummy tuck because my house flooded and I had to pay for a new driveway. Well, what's bizarre is you... <laughs> priorities. priorities. Hey, that's Hashtag adulting, priorities. right? I oh, could have picked the, the belly button over the driveway. Well, um, and, and you've, uh, you've discovered that after you had these procedures, how much you really, 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 really liked it. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it is boy. addicting. It is. Yeah. It really is. Kind of like tattoos? Yes. After I got my procedure, I cannot ever throw any shade on anybody that gets plastic surgery because, hey, I know what it's like to want to perfect something. Yeah, but- Well, we, we can. <laughs> but we, we don't want what? you looking we like a t- shade. like the tiger mom. Yeah, the tiger lady with the who looks like more like a cat than a person. I, I understand everything in moderation, yeah. but she, if I- Hang on. The cat lady said she didn't have anything done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Hang on. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, go ahead and Google- uh, cat lady plastic surgery, I yeah. guess. Yeah. She says she didn't have any work done. Oh, please. None. That All girl natural. has a facelift every Tuesday. Come on now. Well, and, and there's a male version of her, which is this guy they call the human Ken doll. They always, he's all over the yeah, tabloid rag. So he's shiny. So disgusting looking. He's very shiny. He says he didn't have, hang on, I'm, look, I'm looking at his Instagram right now. He also says he didn't have a lot of work the done. The dude has ab <laughs> oh, oh, finish that sentence. He said this week. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a week off. So, Jenna, real, and what I'm really interested in is specifically the um, the kind of the fascination and sort of the quick addiction that kind of you you felt after you looked in the mirror. Yeah, and you know, plastic surgery isn't just so much for women anymore. That with the liposuction and the breast augmentations and the Botox, a lot of men are doing yeah. it too now. Men that I you know. wouldn't even so much think like laborers and. Um, general contractors that are outside a lot, they do things for their weathering of their skin where they'll do Botox, okay, facelift. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, actually, anybody who, do, who does manual labor, if you get Botox, be honest. Please be honest. and write, Send me yes. a message and post on my Facebook it's page actually, right now. Facebook.com. It is. It's called Bloke Talks now. I don't believe it. Okay, well, you can look it our up because it's a real thing. Lipo. 
If you show up on a we're construction talking, site, we're, we're talking no, about because what they're saying Botox. is that with being outside all the time, it weathers your skin, so it makes you age faster. And so a lot of men are getting Botox on their crow's feet in between, like when you squint, you yes. know, because the sun will be in your eyes, and then it'll really can damage your skin. So they're doing things like facials, and it's I a whole package. That. And and I and I completely agree that there's a lot of dudes getting that for their crow's feet. But I'm ta- I'm saying I don't know a lot of construction guys getting Botox for I, their crow's feet. Please, somebody you, that does right. If you show up please. on a construction site with your face all stretched tight or Botox, <laughs> you are going to be destroyed by your coworkers. <laughs> I've worked construction. I know the culture out there. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Fits happens live. Hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fits, Fits, Fits. He's towing the Fits. It's the Fit Show. Welcome to the show, you guys. My name is Fitz. Uh, my buddy Drew is right there. Tanner the Millennial. There's Jenna, my head of security. And a couple minutes ago, uh, we talked about a story about the chicken shortage going on in England right now. Basically, KFCs are having to shut down over there because. There ain't enough chicken. Mm-hmm. Yep. There just ain't enough chicken. Nope. Uh, and it's reaching like near riot levels with the people. Well, police have, I mean, legit, police have been called to certain KFCs because there is no chicken. We're trying to figure out why there's a chicken shortage over there to make KFCs have to shut down and stuff. So I figured let's just call a KFC in uh, in London. Yeah, go right to the source. Real quick, yeah. Again, I don't know what time it is over there uh, right now, but I'm sure somebody will pick up. Hello, Kesha Karat. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, hello, yeah. can can you hear me okay? Yeah. Hey, man, you are on an American radio show right now. You're live. We're wanting to know about the shortage of chicken going on in England in the KFC and how you're handling it, how you feel. Sorry, I cannot give any information about it. We just know, listen, we're worried about the chicken situation over here in America. And and all we want to know is is is, is if, could you just tell us like what's the mood like of the country without KFC if you don't mind? I mean everything is, is ex- I mean everything is explained on on news, but I, I, I can I'm not allowed to give any information. I'm not we we we, we can't give any. I mean. Um, can you can you just tell us how the people are fe- can you just tell us how the people are feeling? Are are people freaking out that there is a a lack of chicken in your country? Uh, honestly, personally, I can I can I can feel um, nothing than because I, I'm not really in contact with. Is your particular store open right now? Open for business? No, we are closed. Oh, you're closed. Okay. So wow, so so you're closed because of the chicken shortage. What I, I mean, I'm just wondering why isn't why can't you guys get more chicken? Um, so I, I have no no really no idea. I, I can't really give any any information about. I just can't. I just I just I'm just I'm just a team member honestly. Then I, I, I really, I, I'm unaware about the big the big reason about well listen I just want you to know that everybody in America is thinking about you guys and and hoping that we come to some sort of uh, uh, what uh, 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 some resolution regarding you guys getting the chicken that you need for your country we started to cut the conversation 
station, but um, I have an emergency at the moment. Do you mind if I just need to... KFC's getting crazy. Sorry about that. No problem at all. Thank you so much. Yes, we're on it. All right, so that was a gentleman from a uh, <laughs> that was a gentleman from a KFC uh, somewhere in London, and and this is all stemming off of a story that we've been talking about for a couple of days. You guys, they like shut half of the KFCs in London are having to shut down because of a chicken shortage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually appreciate how kind, how polite he was when he had to get off the phone. I have, I have uh, an emergency. I, have an emer- I hate to call, cut the conversation short, but uh, I must go. So is that okay if I go now because yeah. I have an emergency? Well, I'll tell you what the emergency is. They don't have enough chicken. <laughs> <laughs> It probably looks like a zombie movie. There's yeah. a bunch of people banging on the glass but, outside I mean, of the it's store. Just, it's, it's so weird. It's like, I wonder why they have a chicken shortage. Is it because they don't have like the huge chicken factories over there well, like we have yeah. here? Apparently, what happened is the, the, the national you know, central KFC brand there changed their chicken supplier. And okay. something happened in the changeover oh, that oh. they basically Transition got process. no chicken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's why they don't have any chicken. It's not yeah. that there's a chicken shortage in the world. <laughs> not necessarily, no. Well, I, I think there's plenty of chickens. That kind of changes everything. They just we? can't get their hands on them. So you're saying they're just looking for a new chicken supplier? I think they switched suppliers and there was some sort of hang-up. or Who knows? Maybe it's a tax deal or a tariff thing moving them across borders. Okay. Who knows? Why didn't they ask us for some chickens? We could have shipped some over. I ain't giving up my chickens. I'm not giving up my chickens It could be either. like one of those life flight situations. Like we'll load up a 747 with chickens and send them to England. Oh, we could, we could do a chicken drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious. (laughs) This is The Fit Show. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Facebooks. Maybe Snapchat. Yeah, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, uh, this is where we get to the, the good, the bad, and the ugly about the show, your questions, your comments, your your concerns, all of it. All of it is fine, by the way, seriously. Mm-hmm. Because we always want to do whatever it takes to make the show better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're getting there. All right. <laughs> Got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Yeah. Hey, Fitz. Oh, my God. I can't. Bu- uh, uh. Hey, no. Hey, Fitz. I agree with you uh, about your daughter skipping class to hang out with her boyfriend. I completely agree that you should take her phone away for about a month, man. You sound like you're a good dad, Andy. P one D one. Thank you, Andy. Well, that's not. Yeah. So we just found out my oldest daughter skipped her Spanish class to. I say it go every hang time with a boyfriend. But anyway, I have a lot of friends with yeah. with daughters, mostly young daughters, and yeah. I do not envy any of you that have to go through the teenage girl thing. Mm. Much respect to you, sir. Yes, mm. that seems mm. tough, mm. man. Sometimes you just don't think that you know you know them anymore. I mean, it's it's literally like an ep- It's like, it's like The Exorcist. <laughs> Nobody believes me, but I, and I've told several people, I'm like, no, my daughter's head literally starts spinning. Like around, I don't know if she has the vertebrae where she's allowed to do that, but something's going on with her neck. Because <laughs> she's crazy! Well, the other day you were telling us a story about how you're talking to her like a pterodactyl for 15 minutes. Hey, you know what, let's just... By the way, Chloe, I love you very, very much, but uh, we're on top of that crap. All right, let's move on. Um... Hey Fitz, oh my goodness, uh, um, I'm so, so sad that Keyboard Cat is gone. The little feline got me through so many rough times by always bringing a smile to my face. We will never forget you, Keyboard Cat. 
Anna, thank you, Anna. Anybody want to fill everybody in on what who who Keyboard Cat is? He passed away. Keyboard Cat was a yeah. YouTube phenomenon that was a cat that played the keyboard. Right. And there's a lot of videos that were made and that were also used in movies and commercials <laughs> and all that stuff. I think it's and, actually on a really popular Google commercial right now. Yeah. I actually, I, I also featured Keyboard Cat today in our our so long pal animal obituary. I, I actually teared nice. up hearing this because yeah. I grew up loving Keyboard Cat. I know you did. It shows, too. Yeah. It shows. <laughs> anyway, actually, you and Keyboard Cat dress the same. <laughs> Rest in peace, Keyboard Cat. All right, let's move on. Oh, oh my gosh. Hey, Tanner the Millennial. Did you, can, you said that you could really fit into your skinny jeans again. I saw in your recent photos that you put on a couple of LBs, but the fact that you're saying you could fit in your jeans is a good sign. Does that mean Skinny Jeans Nation is back? <laughs> Skinny Jeans Nation is back in action. Thanks for noticing that I gained some weight. Yeah. I noticed too, and I tried eating a little bit better. But Skinny Jeans Nation is back. I want to hear from my supporters of Skinny Jeans Nation. Right, which is anybody who wears skinny jeans. Exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, hey, Fitz, I'm so glad that you're the only one on your show who loves American Idol. Drew, you're completely wrong. You need to give it a second chance, embrace the happiness, and don't run from joy. I think American Idol could be the little ray of sunshine that you need in your miserable life. <laughs> Christy, go ahead. You want to wrap that up? Yeah, look, the survey's in. It looks like the numbers are going down. The novelty of it returning. Got so a little ratings, but it's, going, it's just not good. Uh, the, so, the voice is better. You're so negative. All right, um, listen. Tell us the good, the bad, and the ugly. Your questions, comments, concerns right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits. This is The Fit Show, live. It happens live. We on right now? We good? Mm-hmm. We're on? Light's flickering a little bit, but I think that means we're live, right? Well, then, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, snap what you see right now. Just snap what you see. Send it back to me. I love, like, seeing what you are looking at. Because we don't get to see that very much. No, I especially don't. love when you video yourselves talking to us or you know giving us a little message. So uh, yeah, snap what you see or you know take us whatever you got to do and post it on our Facebook page right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Is there anyone listening who thinks that it's okay to go into your teenager's room and just kind of rummage through their drawers, rummage through their stuff, rummage through their closet? I know this conversation has really been brought up a lot recently with you know the recent uh, uh, horrible mass shooting, like as far as why aren't parents walking into their kids' rooms? You know what that that guy's uh, foster parent said? He said, "Well, he owned the AR-15 legally. It wasn't my job to what? Yes, that's what he. Act- yeah, really. Yeah, and they they said it was in a safe, and they didn't know he also had a key to the safe. Right. And and what I'm really trying to get into here is is. You know, moms and dads, you've got to know about your kids, even if it means going through their room, because I'm going to say something right now. My kids aren't going to like it. You know what apparently my children are into right now? I just found out about it yesterday, and I'm going to stop it, but it's scary because apparently they might, they've been doing this for a minute or two, if you know what I mean. These nicotine vape pens. Oh. No way. Your kids have? Yes. I was doing that when I was their age, too. I, I got okay. Well, big I, this is this one. is all this is all new to me, you guys, and this is like a really really big deal. And apparently, uh, I'm not going to say any names because they'll get embarrassed or whatever. But they got them from somebody at school, and then right. they bring them home, and they have them for a little while, and then they'll go back and give it to somebody mm-hmm. else, and they just kind of 
pass they it around and share it. These are high school kids getting a, a nicotine kick. So my friend just went through this same problem with right. the nicotine pen, and her issue was she had a she has a sophomore that's a girl, but she has senior friends. So the seniors are eighteen years old, right. legally able yeah. to, and then right. she's made friends with them, and now they're what you say they'll, they'll take it for a few days. Yeah. She'll use it, and then she'll give it to somebody. Pass else. it she, back, and then they even sell them to the younger kids. Yeah, to the freshmen. freshmen. To the freshmen. Yeah. So somebody will get a couple of bucks somehow. You know, get one of these little nicotine. What do you mm-hmm. cartridges? I yeah. guess. Yeah. So anyway, I found out that was happening by going through my kids' rooms, and I put a stop to it last night. But anyway, go ahead, Tanner. I had a, a similar experience when I was in high school. I was a sophomore, and I had friends that were seniors, right. and they actually, you know, were buying me cigarettes to start smoking. And my mom was someone who really respected my privacy, but. I wish he would have went through my room a little bit more often because I would have cut that habit uh, a lot sooner instead of cutting it right now. Wow. And that's smoking. How old were you then? I was 15. See, I, I think – and my parents were the same way. They had, like, no idea the crazy shenanigans I was doing in high school. But you got to dig in. You've got to find out what's going on in their lives. you you got to follow their social media you got to see what they're posting, what they're saying, what's in their closet, what's in their drawers. Because although you might think they're perfect little angel baby, <laughs> they're not. Right. And neither are all their friends at school. Uh, I was a good kid. And I didn't yeah. have a lot of problems. But I do remember this. I never felt like I owned anything in the house. Like That was not my space. That was their space that I was living in. And right. yeah, I could shut the door and say, leave me alone. But if they walked in, there's nothing I could do about it. And I knew that. That was established from the start. This yep. is my, and I know parents have a tougher time now because of social media and the, the web and all that, but they still have to be on it. I yep. think you have to do it. You got to. All right. Welcome to the show, you guys. I'd love to hear from you as well. Fits happens live. Stories of the day. Thank you so much. Of course, you know, breaking every single hour. I am your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman, providing the news that did not make the news, letting you know that you can now get your breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories on on my gram. If, if you follow me on the gram, and, and Tanner, how does everybody do that? They just need to go to the little search bar, type in follow Fitz, and give Fitz a follow because you'll get the What Are You Kidding Me stories right. in your feed and on, everything crazy in Fitz's world. On Instagram, search follow Fitz. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm going to take you out of Memphis. Granny riding dirty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they see me riding dirty. Oh, Granny's riding dirty. Oh, oh Granny's yeah, riding dirty. dirty. Yes, a grandma in, Memp- uh, in Memphis <laughs> agreed to smuggle a cell phone to her grandson in prison last weekend. But the phone turned out to be, well, just a whole lot of crack. And she says that uh, she thought it was just a phone, but now she's facing up to six years in prison Aww. on a contraband charge. Oh, the poor yeah, little he, drug dealing granny. No, I think I think know. her son or grandson played her. He yeah. told her, hey, bring this phone. Well, My friend's going to give you a phone to bring, and I think it was really cracked. So he played his did. own granny. Well, Aww. you know what? You make the call right now. I actually put that out on my Instagram. Is granny guilty? And I'd like to know how... How it's doing right now. I think this poor I, sweet granny got duped by her own kid. She smuggled a cell phone to 
Because she probably wanted to talk to him. What grandmother doesn't want to talk to their grandchild? She wanted to talk to her boy. (laughs) Yeah, but she knows it's against the law, Drew. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? It's not my job to debate it, or it's not my job to bring up the details. I'm just (laughs) reporting for the love of God. (laughs) The news that did not make the news with the headlines, because, again, the details stress me out. I know they do. Out of New Jersey, lights out. A guy in New Jersey lost power during a storm, and uh, he threatened to kidnap one of his power company's employees and blow up a substation. Wow. Yeah, that's not the answer. That's quite a threat. He was arrested for making terroristic threats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, listen, I get it. I know you want your electricity. I understand. Yeah. All right, I get that. But you can't be threatening to kidnap the power company. No. Or you'll never get your power back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a basket of fresh-baked brownies or muffins would get you further. Try to go up there and send them some fruit. Yeah, than a threat. All right. Fruit over a threat. Mm -hmm. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, Fitz happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good So there's a couple of times during the show where we get serious, and obviously one of them is the reality check, mm-hmm. where that guy Drew over there gives mm-hmm. us like you know the, the headlines and craziness going on in the world, and then we we get serious during the good stuff. So um, about a year ago, there was a nurse in Jacksonville, Florida, named Jess Ham, had to treat a 14 month old girl named Delilah who'd been severely abused. And she showed up to the pediatric ICU malnourished, several broken bones, and a uh, skull fracture. Obviously, her parents will never get to lay a finger on her again. So anyway, uh, Jess found out Delilah had a twin sister named Caroline, who was also being treated at the hospital for the same type of injuries. She says it was heartbreaking to see them because they were both so weak, just little innocent babies. And Delilah couldn't even sit up. Delilah couldn't even hold a bottle. But here's the good news. A local news station in Jacksonville just ran a story after Jess adopted both of them. The nurse. That's the nurse, Jess. They're about two years old now. They've totally recovered. They're both happy, healthy, meeting all of their developmental goals. And I'm not sure how old Jess is, but I'm probably like Mm mid-30s, something like that. She says she never really considered adoption until she met them. She felt like she was just supposed to be there like it was meant to be it was meant to be yeah she was meant to be their mommy mm-hmm. and she hopes the story inspires more people to adopt listen to this i love you too my heart was broken i don't want to cry but i mean she was just so almost lifeless but she still like held on to my finger i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna take her home they've been through so much and they're completely different kids. If you had met them when I met them, you would be amazed. Baby Beluga. How does it go? <laughs> I hope that people hearing my story opens them up to adopting. Her two daughters fill her heart with joy. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, the cuteness is getting to me. No, I can't handle it. It's just there's so much beautiful cuteness. Yes. Makes me want to pinch my, I almost like bit my bottom lip off. You know what I mean? When you hear cuteness and you start like biting your cheek and you're not in your teeth, like cute puppies and cute babies. 
You, you know that? Lindsay? I love it. All right. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It's the topic table. That's right. They're going to do it. With Fitz. Y'all ready? Round one. Hey, everybody. You okay? Everybody good? We're fine. Well, I'd like to welcome everyone to the topic table. Everyone has a seat at the topic table. And here's how it works. I'm going to reach in here in my bucket of topics. I'm going to pull something out. And uh, whatever the, you know, the big topic is, we're going to discuss it. And we ask that you contribute wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, and listening on the app. This is out of Eastern Washington. It says, because of the increased school violence in the uh, Yakima Valley, Granger High School, that's in Eastern Washington, will be changing its policy on backpacks permanently. We will no longer allow students to bring backpacks, purses, or other school bags that can be used to conceal weapons, drugs, or alcohol. We understand that this is an inconvenience and will take some reorganization and planning for families, but our main concern is that school is a safe place for learning. Students can use transparent grocery bags, laundry mesh bags, or other similar transparent items for PE and sports clothes. No backpacks whatsoever. All right, your thoughts right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, Listening on the app. Who wants to go? So first? there is some alternatives, not just to sandwich, not just to the Safeway bags, grocery bags, you know, all that good business. They're the bags. Actu- they actually make see-through bags. We used to have to do this at a bar that I worked at because we had a lot of internal theft, and so you could have a bag, but they had to be able to see through it. You couldn't even have a, a dark one that they could look through. They had to be able to see the contents. Are and- you okay? Uh, um, with your children not being able to bring a backpack to school anymore. Uh, my name is Fitz, and I'm going to say, for me, if it comes to safety of children, or I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I, I know it's a, I know it's a crazy thing to say. Yeah, but it's 2018 right now, and and I would just rather my uh, my children feel safe at school and yeah. be safe at school. For me, it's not just being worried about guns and violence but also we have to think about drugs and alcohol too when i was in high school uh people were actually selling drugs at school you know just grab them out of their backpack and giving them to each All right, other right now, so. now, now drew you're over there shaking your head uh what are your thoughts on this should we uh um stop all backpacks going to school what are your thoughts absolutely not i think this is treating the problem from the back to the front it, it's saying hey we got a problem we can't handle it so from now on no more backpacks it's painting everyone with the uh, the suspect brush. What they need to do, we need to get back to discipline and we need to be able, we need to empower the teachers and the staff, even the students, to identify problem kids, suspicious kids, kids that are not I doing understand. well, point them out, single them out, and but eliminate them from the system so the rest of the kids can go to school in peace but and not what have if the fear? wrong person gets eliminated in that process and people get singled out and pointed out over bullying? That There's a lot of gray area in that. I don't think that yeah. people are necessarily disagreeing, but there's but a big it, gray area in that. When it comes that. to ch- child safety, though, I'm sorry, but we need to continue to encourage and pound the fact if you see something, say something. And I'm although the, you might – somebody you know might get – I mean, sometimes you just have to, if somebody, if something's odd, you've got to call yeah. it out. Look, I know I went to school in the Stone Ages, but I can tell you, I remember clearly, I knew exactly, I could look at every kid and say, oh, this this person's fine. This person, never a worry, never oh, a problem. This person, talent. never This person over here, eh, questionable, and this person, definitely going to do something. You're saying right? we should rely on information from our students more. Students and teachers. Yeah. 
sometimes we have to make decisions that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. In the name of safety. In the name of safety. But I don't think blaming everyone and making everyone a suspect is the answer. Wow. All right. Welcome to the show, you guys. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's the topic table. That's right. They're going to do it. With Fitz. Round two. All right. Welcome back to the show. Things are, woo, the topic table's getting crazy today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, everyone has a seat at the topic table. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. I'm going to reach in uh, to my bucket of topics. I'm going to pull out a, a topic. Maybe something going on in the world or whatever, and we're just going to react to it. Jenna, can you please pass me the bucket of topics? Okay. That was your water bottle. I don't really know how to make a sound. There's water in the bucket of topics. How am I supposed to pull out the uh, the topic from the bucket of topics if it's filled with water? Well, I don't have any paper here. Do you want me to scribble? Uh, No, no, please. Thank you. All right. I'll check it out. So a Virginia father has triggered a, a huge debate right now about proper parenting after he posted a video on Facebook showing his 10-year-old son running to school in the rain as a form of punishment for bullying his classmates. I want you to think about that for a second. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, a dad made his bully son run to school in the pouring rain. While you're thinking about that, I'll give you some thinking music. Okay, time is up. <laughs> uh, who wants to begin? I'll start. All right. Uh, welcome to the topic table. Tanner the Millennial. Yeah. I am worried about the kid's health. Yes, you should not bully other people, but there's other ways to punish your kid to make him run in the rain. Because if you make the kid run the rain, he's going to be wet all day, and that's how kids get sick. I can tell you, I think my dad would have done something like this to mm-hmm. me. Absolutely. But is bullying your kid to teach him not to be a bully, do you think that that is... Really the best method. I I don't consider this bullying because he's teaching the kid that there are consequences to your actions. You do the wrong thing and you're going to pay the price, right? In an uncomfortable consequence that the kid doesn't want to relive. It would be bullying if he he just went like, ha ha, you're going to walk to school in the rain today for no reason. Bullying is something people do to others without warrant, right? You would say, uh, since Drew Drew is a United States Marine, you would say if you messed up in in the military, the consequence would be you're going to do a whole lot of push-ups that you don't want to do. Get to my quarter deck. I mean, that's basically what he's doing here. But he is 10 years old. Well, perfect time to teach him. He needs to instill this in the kid early. When I was in junior high, I skipped school, and my mom, as a punishment, made me... um, help at the soup kitchen for months and people would ask me why I was there and I would have to tell them because I skipped school and my mom is showing me and it was like some people thought of it as public shame like almost public shaming because I had to put myself out there but really it taught me I don't ever want to have to go there and you know that making your kid run in the rain to school are two totally different but it's all kind of the same thing that Drew's talking about like why not if he's going to go around bullying and he's not he's doing it to teach him a lesson not to just pick on him because you're bullying your own child to teach him not to be a bully, I think. And, and I, don't I don't think it's, it's bullying. It's not bullying. He's okay. paying the price. The world's not bullying when you pay the price for something you did. I, I think one of the jobs that, that is really important in parenting that, that I think a lot of people are not doing is hardening your kids up. You've got to toughen them up to the world around them. All this right. kid was too tough. He was bullying other kids. Welcome to the show, you guys. This is the Fit Show, and Fitz happens live. It's 
It happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. I was really excited at our hashtag snap what you see yesterday on our Facebook page. Uh, again, wherever you are right now, what's up? At home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Just snap what you see yeah. and post it on our Facebook page. I just love to see like what's going on in our listeners' eyes because I really... Oh, I just feel more connected to you. I think it's, it's really, really cool. really cool yeah. to see how our listeners experience our show. How they experience us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot and, of time on the road. And how we experience them. Yeah. See, we got uh, we to be experiencing each other. Woo! Because that's where the magic is. Yeah! I got the magic in me. I got the magic in me. I got the magic, baby! <laughs> so with that, snap what you see. <laughs> I have no idea I, what that was. I don't, I don't even someone know that gets song. that moment right there. Hey, don't forget to use the hashtag again. Hashtag snap, snap what you see, or hashtag SWYS. There you go. Um, the day before Friday is always a good day to kind of have your. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a great day. <laughs> For example, about to blow your mind here drinking alcohol to get drunk. Is really just carefully poisoning yourself just the right amount. Wow. Oh, I already knew that one. Wow. <laughs> you guys want to go out and poison ourselves later tonight? Yeah, I think they drew <laughs> let's go, kind let's of poison poisons themselves every night. Wow, Drew really poisoned me last night. <laughs> Don't say that. There's a lot of that going around with all the crazy spies and stuff. People yeah. getting poisoned Ooh, and stuff. I've got a follow-up on that. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. As I continue to blow your mind. How does a round of applause ever really end for Kim Jong-un? Because nobody really wants to be the first one to stop clapping for Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Let's go for hours. Everyone's looking around like, please, someone be first. <laughs> Families have disappeared for less. Oh. He's really right about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got to keep the clap going. There he is, fourth row. That guy stopped clapping. Get him out of here. You die. Okay. Um, Kids born in the year 2000 are turning 18 years old this year. Unreal. Um, I just can't. Talking about my daughter, Chloe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's weird. And they're also graduating high school. That's the weirder part. We're talking about, yeah, this little voice right here. You know what? It just makes me want to play that My Little Girl song, Tim McGraw. My, let me let me get on with it. Anyway, can I blow your mind one more time? Sure. Yes. If a lumber truck carries lumber and a freight truck carries freight, shouldn't a fire truck be called a water truck? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. You know, every single day, you know, something that we all have in common is we all probably wake up with some, you know, some, some drama and just crud going on in our individual lives. Things that we worry about throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's always good to talk about that stuff. Yeah. So if that's you, if you got something going on. Checking out the show right now. I just want to say, first of all, it's Friday Eve. Secondly, don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing. 
for example, um, like like Jenna, uh, and I'm not picking on Jenna at all. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about a conversation before the show started today. Like Jenna was like, "Oh my god, I have this thing on my lip that looks like a herpes," <laughs> and then she's like, "And my mom just had this massive back surgery. She's in so much pain." Tell me, what are you worried about right now? I'm worried because I have this fever blister on the front of my face because I've been super stressed out. And your wife looked at me the other day. She goes, "You've been stressed." Huh? And I go, "Stop looking at my face, Bethany." <laughs> so or, I'm or you need to be giving somebody a phone call. Or... <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about you rubbing that thing all over the mic. God, please don't do that. Now we all have it. (laughs) And and your mom's, of course, recovering from a massive spine surgery. Yep, day by day. Still a lot of pain, huh? Yeah, Pain's kicking in right now. It's just her body's learning how to walk all over again, you know, with a new straight spine. Jenna, I just want to say to you, don't you worry about a thing. Thank you. Can I tell you what I'm worried about right now? Yeah. Yeah. My sweet, sweet little baby girl, my 17-year-old daughter, Chloe, four-point student, uh, just has the world on her shoulder. This, this sweet girl who starts the show. All right, everybody. Time to listen to my dad. Oh, that's uh, so uh, sweet. No, no, no. Don't you love uh, it? No. Because you know what? That little girl just skipped Spanish class. <gasps> Dang. I used to skip Spanish class all the time. Well, she's pretty much fluent. <laughs> She's, she's and spoken she's, Spanish to me. Why'd okay. she skip class? Uh-huh. Hanging out with a boyfriend. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm worried about that. I would be too. You should be. But you know oh, what? Sorry, you know don't... what? What, Drew? <laughs> Do Thanks, Drew. <laughs> you can say that all you want, but I'm really worried about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you know. she better be worried about service with her phone by the afternoon, too, today. I should have Ooh, a talk with her little boyfriend. Uh, oh, I already did. Oh, boy. I already did. I would oh, love yeah, to Ralph. be a fly on the wall for that one. That already happened. Anyway, hey, Tanner, are you worried about something? Yeah, man, my teeth are jacked up. In the back, I have, like, it looks like cheddar cheese, yeah. and I really need uh. to go to the dentist. When we get you that contract and benefits, we're going to get you there. That's yeah, a, but, but, I, but Tanner? It smells weird. Oh. It's gross. That's what we've well. been smelling. It's okay. okay Let's easy. take him to the dentist. Easy. Yeah, calm down with your lip over there. No, no. <laughs> That'll hey. go away in two or three days. Yours Tanner, last I'm going to say that's something you do need to worry about, so you don't get the song. All right. Oh. <laughs> you better be worried about that thing. <laughs> Drew, what about you? Uh, I, You know... <laughs> I mean, you got to be worried. Go I ahead. closed up a business recently, and I owe the state a little bit of money, and, and the IRS agent, or you know, the state revenue agent, he's being really cool lately, but I'm worried that that... Arrangement could change very hey, quickly. We're working on arrangements, but everything could be worked out. Yeah. yeah. Don't you worry about a thing. It's the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, what's going on wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. I would love it if you became a P1 of this show. A P1. A, a true P1. Somebody who's actually set our show as the number one button on their preset. Yeah, if you've been thinking about it, it's that easy. You just get on your radio, you lock us in on number one, that program one button. That makes you a P1, and you get all the benefits that come with it. You know, as you get to listen to the show, um, you'll know that we really love animals. I mean, we love all animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, specifically dogs, but we love all animals. Kitty cats, birds. And um, I do a segment on the show called So Long, Pal. Mm-hmm. So long, pal. Uh, if you've had a, 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 a pet pass away recently in your household, feel free. Tell us about them right now. We will read their, uh, their little obituary 
on the air. You can send me a message right now, literally, facebook.com slash follow fits for so long, pal. And uh, we've, do you guys mind real quick if I get my my rubber chicken? the legendary keyboard cat passed away this month we just found out yeah the legendary keyboard cat he was nine years old pretty early for a kitty cat yeah keyboard cat he's famous on youtube please if you have a chance check him out uh the kitty cat's name was bento bento the keyboard cat and he belonged to a guy named charlie so i just want to say in all seriousness rest in peace keyboard cat uh, you know the first time keyboard cats videos were posted online were in the year 2007 and um, here he is Tanner can you tell me what's happening in the video I can. The, the keyboard cat is... He's walking on the... He, he's not walking on there. He's using his two front hands, and he's just going oh, back, back and, and forth. forth. Okay. All right, hang on. I... Seen on commercials, uh, on TV shows. If you have a moment, everybody Google keyboard cat right now. To re- keyboard cat. Go ahead, Jen. I was just going to ask. You said he passed away at nine years old, and yeah. you said this video came out in 2017. So, I mean, 2007. Wouldn't that mean he's older than I forget, nine? Well, I forgot to tell you, that that actually started a different cat. Oh. That video had been shot years before and never posted. Well, I was just kind of off on the dates. I was going to say. Yeah. He, but when, when, when Charlie posted it with his cat, it went viral. Okay. And he started making videos with his new cat, Bento, All right. who became famous as Keyboard Cat. The, he's such a legend. Here, again. Will you post on our Facebook page about Keyboard Cat? Sure. And again, it's just Keyboard Cat and his little paws going back and forth for a period of minutes, right? Yeah. This video really defined my childhood. Well, usually our So Long Pals are much more serious than this. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, but this is a celebrity So Long Pal. Because Keyboard Cat's a celebrity. Keyboard Cat's a celebrity. Yeah. So, so long, Keyboard Cat. More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And you better believe that we are the show that does the troop salute. And today, we are saluting Staff Sergeant E6 Clayton Barentine of the United States Army. 
And check it out. This salute was actually brought to us by one of our most loyal listeners, P1 Larry Shukart, who's actually been friends with Staff Sergeant Barentine since they were six years old. And check it out. Larry is now 43. He probably didn't want me to say his age, but hey, <laughs> that's a long friendship. Yeah, that's, it is. That's a whole life friendship. Yeah, it is. That's a whole lot of friendship right there. And Staff Sergeant Barentine was part of the 82nd Airborne in uh, 2001, going all the way to 2005. And then from 2009 to 2014, he actually re-enlisted and deployed to Afghanistan twice and Iraq once. That's so cool. I mean, he, he wasn't done with his service time. Mm-hmm. He got out wow. and said, you know what? I got to get back to it. Just continued to serve. And you know, over there, you know, he saw a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a matter of fact, I want to throw this in. Larry Shukart, that's the friend, has a son due next week. And he's actually naming his son after his brother and best friend, Clayton Barentine. That's awesome. Larry says, you know what? We're brothers for life. And uh, uh, I just want to say, Clayton, Larry, and his family, they, they all just want you to know that you are appreciated, and they will never forget your sacrifice to our country. And just thank you so much for keeping us safe. And uh, we, they just all want you to know, and we want you to know that you are our hero. And how cool is that? We live in the land of the free because of the brave, and if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, Please go to Facebook.com slash follow fits. And what are we looking for, Drew? Well, we need their name, their you know rank, the service branch that they were in, maybe the job they did in the service, any kind of accolades or awards or accommodations, places they serve, stories from their service time. And you know what? I just kind of thought about this. I think it'd be cool to, uh, if you can go to our Facebook page and if you just want to maybe talk about them for 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah. Give us a little, little Give us audio a little clip. audio clip. Yeah. Tell us about them. Yeah. Facebook.com slash follow fits. This is The Fit Show. And now, and now, The Fit Show's world-famous what-are-you-kidding-me stories of the day. That's right, and uh, we're right now. You can get your breaking what-are-you-kidding-me stories on, on the gram. You, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm now providing you with the news that did not make the news on the gram. And Tanner, how do they do it? Well, they just need to open up Instagram, go to that little search bar, type in follow Fitz, and you'll see Fitz and his What Are You Kidding Me stories right there. As I take you out of Illinois, fly for your life. <laughs> a 27-year-old guy in Illinois just got locked up last month after he thought that there was a, a zombie apocalypse, so... He stole a car. <laughs> As you do. He rammed it into an airport terminal and boarded an empty plane to try to get away from the zombies. I, uh, I'm i just kind of thinking there might have been some drugs involved. thinking he might be the zombie maybe. here. Yeah. Maybe drugs, though. It, it, maybe maybe not. You know, maybe. Yeah, again, as always, I don't want to. I don't know the details, but I'm, I'm assuming... That there were pro- there were probably drugs involved in a massive psych evaluation yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's a good guess. Mm-hmm. A little right. time in the tank. Yeah, let's go to pa- <laughs> a little time in the tank. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me, ladies and gentlemen? A consumer watch that just might save your bank account. Cold blooded. I just want to let you know right now that there are some snake oil salesmen going around the country who used to be uh, like morticians, trying to get senior citizens to pay upwards of $300,000 a year 
to have young people's blood pumped into their little old bodies. I've heard about this. Doesn't this actually work? Well, you know what's interesting is in early medicine, there was a theory that if you put young people's blood in older bodies, that it are like essentially transfusions, yeah. that it would work. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. And we know that transfusions work, but... Now I think that that's kind of where we are with stem cells. Yes, we think? are. There's there's actually some research going on right now about this. About Does it work? They've done it with mice, and it appears yeah. to work. They took old mice and young mice, and they attached them and flowed the blood through them. The old mice got younger, and the old mice got or the young the mice got older. Cells? Well, there you go. Attention all five- and six-year-olds. If you uh, go tell mommy and daddy you want to give some blood today, we'll give you a lollipop. <laughs> some black market dialysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know what that is? That reminds me of uh, True Blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. remember, the vampires like the fairies and the, okay, the younger stop blood. It. You, guys, I'm, uh, there's kids right now are probably running down the street for their lives. Well, Come they on. should run. Stop They're going to run from their own grandparents. Grandma wants to take my blood. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's a vampire. <laughs> hey, Lucy. <laughs> Come on in here in the room and see Papa. <laughs> this is petrifying. Absolutely petrifying. All right, let's go to page. Oh, that was the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good one to end it on. That is that is scary. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. <laughs> Protect the children. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is The Fitz Show with Fitz. Because my grandma had a stroke during the Cowboys game. Jenna. What would happen if squash and watermelon made a baby? True. No, it's not a conspiracy if it turns out to be true. And Tanner the Millennial. I have more hair on my back than I do on my face. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Previously on The Fitz Show. <laughs> the subject of this message that I received was Tanner's laugh. Somebody described it to me as a baby seal choking on a box of crackers. <laughs> All right. Um, since we're kind of talking about Tanner the Millennial, you just heard that. That was regarding his laugh. I got another complaint. Another and, one. I'm and just if you stacking them up over here. If you don't mind, I'd like uh, for you to walk into the Father Fitz confession booth, please. Because okay. I, like I need to be honest with you. Come on in. Father Fitz is going to tell you something. This is going to sting a little bit. Okay. I'm going to have to find it on my phone. Sorry about that. It's regarding one of the segments that we do with you uh, called the Battle Rap. Now, that's not me. That's Vanilla Bean. That's your alter ego, Vanilla Bean. Right, but you can get the message. Yeah, you can let him know. This is from Cindy. By the way, uh, Cindy, thank you so much for writing. She wrote this on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. She calls you vanilla beans, not vanilla bean. Yeah, it's not plural. But she goes, when Tanner the Millennial turns into vanilla beans, those raps are annoying. I would not miss them if they disappeared as part of the show. P1, Cindy. So now as I'm thinking about the show and stuff, we've gotten a lot of complaints about your laugh. And what did I just tell you about your laugh today? You told me that I should back off the microphone a little bit. And I do have to admit, I have been skipping laugh therapy because i thought i honestly was getting a lot better as you heard earlier someone wrote in and said that tanner the millennials laugh sounds like a choking seal or a seal choking on a cracker yes so after that i said hey tanner maybe whenever you're laughing you know 
do it off the mic. And yeah. and so, you know, we've noticed that Tanner's back up doing the, the dead seal laugh up in the mic again. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, my God, if this is really affecting the show, I got to start thinking about some things. I got to start thinking. Like, how? what's the best thing we could do? Because it's not your fault you laughed that way. Put him in another I'm not, room. I'm not going to get rid of Tanner the Millennial. <laughs> Jeez, Jenna, thanks. You said I had to go out in the hallway, so whatever. So I just want everybody to know that regarding his laugh, uh, what did I just say to you today? Something we could work on. You told me to keep backing off the mic just when you're, when you're laughing. And you said back. you have a cackle, too. You do it, too. Right. I know I know. I have a cackle. Yeah. It's and like so I, I, I do my best to laugh off the mic. Right. But regarding the battle rap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Back I've, to the battle rap. So what do you think? Uh, I'm do a, you want me to read it again from, yes, from Sydney? Please do. Vanilla Beans. Tanner the Millennial, when he turns into Vanilla Beans, raps are annoying. I would not miss them if they disappeared as part of the show. P1 Cindy. Well, I'm a voice of the people. Yeah. A lot of people submit for Vanilla Bean. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Uh, to call some people out. And this I'm is really a... just a voice of the people. There's so many people out there. I'm not going to let this you... one person interrupt my flow. You've called out people when a lot of people would not have ever called them out. Right. It's a valuable service, having a voice, giving the voice to the people. I think we should put a pin in that one complaint or maybe a couple complaints. Isn't quite enough. I mean, if you take some of the best movies in the history, sure. Toy, Story, Toy Story 3 is one of the best movies ever. Go on Rotten Tomatoes. There's one critic who didn't like it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you support, so anyway, yeah, yeah. If you support the battle rap, let us know. We're, we'll do an Instagram survey. Is that yes. cool? Yes. All right. So, all right. So go to my Instagram right now. You could uh, go to the search bar and type in follow fits. Follow Fitz and vote right now if you like the battle rap. We need to know. Should they stay or should they go now? Let us know what <laughs> Vanilla Beans needs to do. Yeah. This is the Fit Show with Fitz. I think I'm kind of like the Brian Dunkelman of radio. <laughs> Jenna. I need to go buy a new axe. Drew. If you go down, we're all ruined. And Tanner, the millennial. I don't have man hands. These fingers are meant for keyboards only. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. We now rejoin the show already in progress. And he targets me. I haven't even done anything. You're just talking in circles, and it's because not going anywhere. Because I feel like anywhere. no matter what, you you like choose just to rail me on everything all the time. Because on like you pick me apart. All right, Jenna Tanner, come on, come on. You secretly you hate in the microphone. Women. My what microphone is the most about? sensitive microphone in this serious? room. Yeah. Oh, I hate, hate women because you eat into the microphone. He hates women, and he picks on me every day when he comes into work. He's you eat into the microphone. I have the of most sensitive microphone. Me. I've tried to tell you forever. I can stand back then by the wall. Eat to the dang microphone. You know I stand back by the wall hey, and you can still hear it. You know it. what? You know what started, I think, was me when I said, my God, I go, I can't, I, because Jenna drank her drink and swooshed it back and forth yeah, then, for a long period of time. And I think that's what started No, but then Tanner always has to piggyback off of you and go, yeah, what he said. Because I'm of just this. trying like, to do my job. I'm trying to what? listen by to stuff. By making sure I know what Fitz says? Like, I already no, heard it. you're not listening. No. What I'm saying is I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to produce something over here. And yeah. you're swishing and eating into the when microphone. When you're producing, and when you I actually ask, put on other headphones. So and then when I ask valid. you to please right. stop, hey, you're yelling hey, about hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. This is how the Beatles broke up. He gives me, he stresses me out so All bad right. he makes the hair on my arm stand up. He just... Oh, whatever. Makes me want to rip his throat Sorry out. for asking you to stop eating in the but microphone while I'm trying to do my job. Can I ask job. you something, Jenna? What? 
if he makes the hair on your arms stand up and stuff like that, you, you sure do ask him for a lot of hugs. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like that younger brother that makes you so angry, but yet yeah. you want to nestle him at the end of the day. I, get, I mean, and that's kind of how I describe this show. It's like... I'm definitely the middle child. <laughs> I grew up as the middle child. Drew's kind of the older uh, big brother, yeah. kind of like Wally from Leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. Tanner's the little brother, and Jenna is like the only sister, poor thing. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, I feel you. It's tough. You feel me? Yeah, I do. I get it. Because you're the middle child, so you don't get as much attention. Because- I had to, well, honestly, I had to fight for every bit of attention that I ever got, and I still have to do that in the industry. Well, uh, and I get picked on because I'm the only girl, so everybody rallies what? against no. me. So if, I'm right. sorry you feel that way like I do. We should if, rally together and go against if that. I asked my him. sister yeah. to yeah. please stop eating into the microphone, she would listen to me. Dang. What they were saying was, what they were saying was, is that um, you bring they, a buffet they, in the studio every day, <laughs> and you're and you're a loud eater. I have to eat every two and a half and hours. Have I have a fast thing. metabolism, and I broke my jaw when I ran into a car. That's not my fault. That was ninth grade. Just asking, please don't eat in the microphone. I'm not. I'm, I'm right. fine. So there you go. So thank you for that, and welcome to the show. Fitz happens live. Oh yeah. And wherever you are, at home or at work, in the car, listening on the app. What'd you learn today? Here's what I learned. I learned that a little bit earlier, Jenna, uh, my head of security, had to leave the show because she's going to be, well, she's got to go train for her CrossFit competition. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of training. It's a group activity, so you can't let the group down. Yeah, but (laughs) what about this group activity? It's called work. (laughs) It's called what pays that CrossFit membership. Get a point there. I mean, come on. I mean, Jenna, I'm all about it, but come on. We need you, girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> no, we love you, Jenna. All right, here's what I learned today. I learned that if you are single in 2018, the worst thing you could wear on a date is a wrinkled shirt. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. That mm-hmm. was number one on the no-go date list, a wrinkled shirt. All right. Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Interesting thing. I also learned that if you're single, you should not ignore that jury duty summons because we heard a story in The Good Stuff about juror number one and juror number seven finding true love and getting married because they met on a jury. Well, that's the thing. You just never know where you're going to find the love of your life. Yeah. Could be Don't on that murder th- trial you were sitting on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, ju- juror number four is so hot. <laughs> I can't think I can't about wait this to, case. I can't wait to talk to that juror in the <laughs> deliberation room. Does the jury have a decision? Yes, Your Honor. I'm going to ask her out. Yeah. <laughs> and you did say it was it was that same judge that married them, right? Yeah, and they got married in the same courtroom by the same judge. That's awesome. Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned that the legendary keyboard cat has sadly passed away. Yeah. My heart is breaking and by the way, if you aching. If you don't know who keyboard cat is, just Google it or go to YouTube, keyboard cat has passed away and you can also check it on our podcast we did a very very special so long pal tribute exactly. to sweet little keyboard cat go check that out wherever you yeah. get podcasts just look up the fit show all right tomorrow's friday we'll see you then my name's fitz i'm drew i'm tanner the millennial think big because you're thinking anyway and who's better than you nobody Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.